up, Holly friends, and welcome back to Paint Break, the podcast where you can find a little bit of encouragement, discover new ways to make your hobby more fun, and most importantly, learn to paint bravely. Alright, so we've got some hobby stuff to talk about, some cats in the background, which you know, I keep telling Brian, you gotta give the people what they want. The cat is front and center this week. So we're just gonna we're gonna start on that and uh, head on over to Brent. See what's going on. What you've been doing. What you've been up to. All right, I got some important updates over here. Uh, I just want to let everybody know I did get my my order from Broken Anvil Miniatures. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know if there's a comeback story involved, but they are still sort of functioning as a business. So, hey, we'll see how it goes. We're all we're all rooting for them and uh, Rivenstone and all that. So we'll, we'll see how yeah. it goes. As a backer, I definitely would like to to see them succeed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Well, I you know I made an order on Black Friday just to uh, participate, so that I had a a little bit on the line, also a little bit of investment in this company's success. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I got my I got my purchase, so that's that's mm-hmm. cool. I got some some mouse folk, some frog folk, and some dwarves, and they're all uh, cast with CO cast. Mm-hmm. And so. Another good sample of that stuff for me to to get into. I've seen I've seen you know some people posting. I've seen like a lot of negativity towards CoCast, and so hmm. I do want to spend some more time looking at more minis from more manuf- manufacturers. Um, mm-hmm. I made that that one video about the the CoCast instrument that we saw at Adepticon a couple of years back, and mm-hmm. kind of showed that small scale plastic injection molding process. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten like a few emails and, and comments in the last year or so. They're like, huh, what do you think of it now? I'm like, what? 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 <laughs> really? You've yeah. actually, somebody's emailed you been like, you, sir. Yeah. Need to take a look. Like, why? Yes. I mean, yes. I, the models so are like, still the same, right? Yeah. Like, you still I have now, them. I think it's the, the same as I did last year. It's a <laughs> small scale injection molding process and it kind of stinks that you can't use plastic glue on it and you have to use super glue and it's slightly harder to clean up but like crisp details reasonably durable uh an alternative to to metal and resin casting for small companies so that's just what i think about but i think um when we first looked at it when we did that video about the duncan Rhodes paints yeah we had a couple of sample models from i want to say titan forge Yes, it was yeah. for the bloodlines or the yeah. blood, blood field. Blood, blood fields. Blood yeah, yeah, fields. Yeah. yeah. Blood fields. Yeah, and yeah. so we had a couple of CO cast minis cast from the original soft CO res. Yeah, the, the original stuff. Yeah, the, the original, yeah. the soft CO res was really hard to clean up the mold lines because you couldn't scrape mm-hmm. because the plastic wasn't hard enough to like scrape the mold lines. You had to yeah. very carefully slice them. Slice and it, yeah. It didn't work so good. And so it's... <laughs> It's possible that some of the negativity is just people still like experiencing the first plastic. Uh, you know, as as all these little manufacturers are figuring out how to use it, I mean, it could just be that there are some bad casts out there. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, it but, depends uh, because it's a lot of the the casting is done by the people who are the ones producing the models. They buy the machines because they're relatively inexpensive for like right. an industrial. Right. Uh, injection molding machine, especially compared to the metal ones, yeah. uh, you know, the the hip stuff. Um, so they're learning. They, they either fly out to like the Netherlands to meet with a guy. Spain. Oh, oh is, there no, is it a depends, guy. Yeah, right? It depends. Yeah. 
there is a um, guy in northern europe also yeah yeah but he he's one of the big ones or they'll send somebody out or you go to spain whatever either way it's a, it's a whole process and they teach you how to make the molds how to do all of this stuff because that's a big part of it is like once you make the molds then you can injection mold the mold and get the minis right so like it's a whole process and i'm sure i like i don't know that i would be able to do it even with like a couple days of somebody being like yeah you shove it in here you put yeah. this stuff and you do the thing i'm sure i'm gonna I screw bet, that up i bet so. you'd be able to get some decent results and i mm -hmm. bet from time to time like something would jam or you'd need to yeah. like tune apart or something it would be frustrating but oh yeah exactly yeah, yeah so anyway um, CUcast is still around. It's, more companies seem to be using it, um, and uh, yeah, I kind of just wanted to revisit it and and get yeah. a, a larger sample size to see. Yeah, see see if there really is anything to be concerned about there. I, I don't think there is. I think I, I honestly yeah, I doubt. Okay. No, but, I, I think it's a great. Uh, it's a good step forward, right? Like yeah. we're getting high quality, inexpensive models, and that's always been the goal, right? Like mm -hmm. we want better looking models, and we don't want to be paying, to, frankly, GW prices for them, like for pieces of plastic. So, yeah. Yep. So we'll see how that goes. Right. You wanna you wanna yeah. take a topic here? I got my uh, I got my mail delivery. We we, we keep that off right. We get some CO cast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mail there. I've got I've got a bunch of stuff on my desk because I've I've gotten many many things in the mail recently. Um, I've, I've been buying some some Parabellum Conquest minis, which I'm pretty excited about. About these like big uh, canafores, which are are these really cool like uh, oh that plastic in the box sound, you know. Um, they're it's like a, a dual kit, and these weird statue things that are like busted up, and there's there's like goo holding them together. They look really cool. Uh, they got different weapons, so yeah, got got some of those. For a, a diorama that I'm working on, yeah, um, diorama. Yeah, yeah, diorama uh, for the resin beast at Adepticon. And I also, I also got me a dark cenotaph, which I was excited about. What are you doing? <laughs> Cat just <laughs> fell off the table and was like holding on, like pull up style, like to the front. <laughs> Hang in there, kitty. Hang in there. <laughs> <laughs> see what I'm saying this, the, the people want the cats and you're like I put them in the other room it's like no this is a lie <laughs> just keep them we need the cat cam I'm telling you I want to hear more about your diorama for I know Resident my Beast. diorama yeah so I've had this idea for a while uh, I was talking to to somebody that works at Parabellum about it uh, last year and he recommended these these Kenafors to me which I thought was pretty cool um and then this dark cenotaph is actually a resin model, and I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. It's it's a it's really nice. So I had this idea of like, because he's kind of like holding a big coffin on his back. Uh, it's like that this one. effigy to like soldiers that have fallen or something. I can't remember the story. I haven't read it in a minute. But um, having these like cool things kind of growing out the ground or out the back of it or something sounds pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Just take a shot um i also had this really fun idea for a bestiarum di uh not a not a diorama diorama but uh, like a squad like Ooh. which i suppose kind of would could look like a diorama but 
it depends on how you do it. I don't know yet how I'm going to do it, but they're uh, really cool models that are also doing uh, going for resin beast. So you got like the three different companies: Creature Caster, Parabellum, and Beastiarum. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure I'm saying that right. Um, but yeah, like I I've been playing a lot of uh, uh, Blasphemous. It's like a Metroidvania style game. Um, and I've never, I've never seen the, the BCRM models before. And then I was like, oh, well, it's this other company that's for resume. So I should check it out. And it's like very inspired by blasphemous and dark souls and bloodborne and like all these dark fantasy horror style yeah. games are really cool models. So I bought a bunch of them and, uh, I'm, I've printed them out and they look awesome. So yeah. I, I was flipping I through the, the catalog of bestiarium today. They've got chaos undead just weird creepy demonic warriors and stuff and yeah uh, not not exactly the the goober town style but definitely some <laughs> yeah. fun minis i could see you getting into it and oh yeah, yeah i was looking through it i was also thinking like maybe maybe some idols of torment get a little those, bit yeah some of those would fit right into that world mm-hmm. but yeah i i was looking through them and i definitely got the vibe of dark souls elden ring kind of stuff and yeah, for sure. It's a look. It's a look. It definitely so, is, uh, and I'm I'm yeah. I'm here for it. Definitely. Well, uh, no, that's that's good to hear. <laughs> I like the idea of uh, just getting some more minis into the display case for Resin Beast. Yeah. Forcing them to buy bigger display cases the Correct. the next time around. <laughs> and, the uh, the more we yeah. put in, because it is free to register if mm-hmm. you register before the event. Right. So if you do it now. It's free. If you don't and you wait, it's like twenty five dollars. Yeah. So yeah, really, yeah. just disincentivizing you from doing it at the event. Well, don't, I, don't I should do register that. now because I, yeah. at the very least, I've slap chopped some uh, some conquest <laughs> minis. Don't do that. At the very least, and... <laughs> you're like, I just need to put something yeah. in the case. So well, actually, I, just grab register, your dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. If I register, I mean, it's it's even worse than the shame. To me, it's worse than the shame mm-hmm. of of registering but not actually bringing a mini. Okay, sure. Because here the here the They've punishment created. is you register, and it's this slap chopped speed paint oh. orc who's looking all like all nasty. Just a little haggard, yeah. I, I don't mind my slap chop <laughs> minis, and and kudos no, no. to you if you're slap chopping at home. I respect that, but I don't know. I feel if I feel if you're gonna put it into a yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> a competition at a, a major convention for for our hobby. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you you want it to at least be like you put some effort into it. Yeah, a little a, bit. Yeah, it's it's embarrassing for for me as a painter and offensive to everybody else who's in that display. Cabinet. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> it, it comes across kind of dickish a little bit. Just like, yep, that's right. Yeah, I don't need any of this. Look, I procrastinated too long. <laughs> I was packing up the day before uh-huh. the convention. I didn't have an entry ready yet, so I grabbed my old slappy yeah. and choppy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You just you you found a model at the convention, <laughs> happened to be the right company, or you got the the handout that they're like, "Here, try this. This is Conquest," and you're like, "Yes, mm-hmm. slap chop in the other room, throw it in the case." <laughs> yeah. So, um, I've got I've got an idea rolling around in the back of my mind. And I'm gonna mm. keep it a secret, but the secrets. I'm I'm thinking of entering under a pseudonym, just for fun. Kind of for fun. Also, like I think there's. It might take away I, some expectations. Yeah, yeah. I I also think there's like a weird 
ethical component of like the very well-known names in competitions and so mm, have I could the, see that. Okay. the biases in in either direction that that mm-hmm. uh, that adds to the situation and so i think it'd be kind of funny if i get my my pseudonym get get a get a different <laughs> what, pen name going for i mean i'd hate to ask you what it is Simply because that would defeat the purpose, but do you have any ideas? I, I absolutely know what my pseudonym is. Okay, this you is, do. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely know what it is. And uh, and I will reveal it unto the Paint Bravely listeners and I don't know, early April, like, I guess. I was going to say, like, when, when it's uh, nobody could actually do anything about it or it wouldn't matter at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That makes we'll, sense. I'll, I'll get to the web form and, and see if I'm even able to commit that minor fraud or not. Yeah. Um, well, so when you fill out the web form, um, you you pay zero dollars, yep. right? Yep. And then they send you an email with the form. I actually haven't gotten mine. I need to check in on that. All right. All right. Um, I should have by now. It's a little weird. I don't know. My name's in the thing, so whatever. But um, yeah, I think you. I know you can enter under a pseudonym. It, it does say that Sweet. in the, the rules. Yeah. 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 I am curious. Um, I don't know. To, that just seems, that just seems lower stress for absolutely everybody. Like, you does know, if the, I feel like it does. I don't know. Like if you're, if you're one of the judges and you look at the, cause I, I think the names are actually on the minis for, or I think they were, weren't they? Maybe they weren't. I don't know. Actually, they I might, they might not have been be. little placards. I couldn't remember. Uh, maybe not. I suppose okay. it depends. I mean, okay. The way that I'm I'm thinking about it is that, uh, like Sam Sam Lenz won in the the large category last year, and one of the judges is Vince Venturella. Sure. Now, in no way would I ever ever no, no think no. that Vince would be biased toward anyone because that's just not his personality. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like in a competition setting like that. So. Not that that's even an issue, but like, it's that's it's a small enough community that it's impossible to avoid those entanglements, yeah. and and the judges are going to have to consciously separate themselves anyway. Yeah. And even if Sam was super secretive, I'm sure Vince would take one look at the mini and know who painted yeah, it exactly. But, and and you do if you see it, it's like oh, well, Sam yeah, Sam yeah, painted yeah. that model, right? So like, there's no way he didn't know. Um, so yes. yeah, I don't know. I don't know if, um, I don't know if he would necessarily be a connoisseur of, uh, Goober Town painting style, but, uh, he it, might, yeah. he might know. I, I just think, <laughs> I just think putting a funny pseudonym in there makes That's it easier true. for everybody. Just, yeah. <laughs> like, Not uh, even an issue then. Not even an issue. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Brent but, entered uh, into a fantastic name. Yeah. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> All right, so you got uh, you got plans for for Resin Beast. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I, I we said we were going to do it last year. We talked about it, and uh, I, mm-hmm. I committed to at least buying models. And uh, you know, <laughs> well, yeah, you, yeah, you bought them. You bought them. I did. I bought them. Uh, also, you own the only Conquest model that I've ever actually physically put. Yes, a you are, yes. on, so thank you. Thank you. I can't I gotta, actually do anything I'll, I'll with bring that. that if you need, or maybe that's my. <laughs> there entry. you go. There you go. <laughs> under a pseudonym, yeah, you I'll, I'll enter it as under eBay Casey. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> that's my pseudonym. <laughs> <laughs> would be the funniest thing I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> you just, oh yeah, that looks super familiar. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, hey, I did put some some effort into that model. So it looks you know. good. It does. Yes. <laughs> it does. It does. Um, yeah. So so been working on on that stuff mostly. Um, I think I even mentioned it a time or two ago. The dark black Templar model that I've been working on. Um, it's kind of got all these different things because I'm not I'm not going for like maximum effort in like one thing because that I feel like just leads to disappointment. I kind of want to I want to like do a pretty good job in a, a few different areas and see where I can push certain aspects of like painting right if it's like I want to build a, a nicer looking scene for a model like maybe that's what I'm going to focus on for my diorama um, and the squad like how cohesive can I get a singular squad of like five guys or something um, even if it's simple like how much can I match those transitions and colors and all those kinds of things so it's it's individually focusing on things and then asking for feedback on those things specifically to see like hey this is what you could be doing to make that easier for you like I feel like that's it's a decent goal yeah yeah I respect that I'm looking forward to seeing it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that'll be good and I've already seen one of one of those minis at like partway through, and is on the right path. Mm-hmm. Is getting it's there. on the right path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Also, have ul- ulterior motives for entering some of these models that we'll talk about. Uh, oh, we'll in, get there. In a few months. We'll get there. We'll get there. Not right now, though. It's oh, not. It's not no, suited no, no. in news. <laughs> yeah, Casey and I have. We've got secrets, and we'll let you in on many of our secrets one of these days. But not not today. Not today. Not today. Let's see here. Let's see here. Oh, I put out a I put out a video on Relic Blade, and yeah. this is a video I've been wanting to do for like a year, and I could not think of a better title than just Relic Blade makes me happy, mm-hmm. and I knew that the YouTube algorithm would not like <laughs> it, and the video, you know, the video got twenty thousand views, which is in some ways is a lot, in some ways mm-hmm. it's not as many as it could have been, but uh, it was it was really cool to see a lot of uh, existing relic blade fans out there and this is this is a small game published by essentially one guy sean sutter and -hmm. it was really cool to see so many people from that little community come together and be like oh man i I love this game i've been this is what i've been painting and then there's been other people that are like oh you you finally convinced me to to buy (laughs) finally you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean there you had a a good selection of models in that video (laughs) i've bought pretty much all the minis yeah i've I've painted maybe half of them so far which isn't bad for us pretty good yeah (laughs) and for one video too i'm like i'm lucky if i finish one model come on (laughs) but i gotta keep pushing i gotta keep pushing on that but uh, so Mm -hmm. that's uh that's some minor news but it was it was fun to finally put that out there and uh you know i i decided not to go with the uh is this game gonna kill Games Workshop? Like, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. Kid couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Whoa. You couldn't do it, huh? Could, couldn't, couldn't do it. Do it. Couldn't That's do too it. Too bad. No, no. I mean, because the answer is clearly no. But no, you know. no. The the the, <laughs> the ten metal minis published every year by uh, one guy shipping out of his his garage. Mm-hmm. No, no. I don't think that's gonna kill a GW. So it'd be a a misleading <laughs> title. I feel. Like. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Coincidentally, the exact title I used for my conquest. Yeah. 
video. Yeah. But um, I actually really enjoyed making that video. I'm I'm reasonably proud of it. So if anyone's listening to Paint Brave the podcast and they they haven't watched my Relic Blade video, go check it out. Yeah, it's kind of fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Some it, funny little on. characters. Yeah. 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 It was good. I like them. Uh, and I think it's it's interesting. Like, I mean, we've been at this for a little while now. And, and I feel like, um, you know, like your painting style has, has been a little bit in this kind of like cartoon comic type style, like, you know, bold colors and, and strong lines, uh, and especially doing, um, you know, not using the washes, right? Yeah. And really getting to those like hard line shadows and stuff. And like the, the, um, relic blade models are like really good for that they are and they look they look all colorful and fancy and yep, yeah yeah they're I, just I think a little bit silly really well. cartoony not a ton of details so there's room for yeah for that yeah. kind of painting and yep yep so been having fun with that i uh yeah i've, I've gotten i don't know like four or five little teams of relic blade all done and I, um I don't want to say I'm burned out, but I'm, I've been switching to other things recently, and that that makes me me feel good. I got uh, got my pirate ships here. <laughs> you want to talk pirate ships? Yeah, yeah. We, oh we man, talk pirates. I mean, <laughs> is there a bad time to no talk no, about no, pirate no. ships? <laughs> yeah, you know, as as one project, you're ready to to leave aside for a little bit while for a little while. You got to figure out what's next, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I was. Looking around my studio at the piles and piles of uh, incomplete projects, unstarted projects, uh, lingering projects, and then I saw my blood and plunder. I saw that blood and plunder. I'm like, oh yeah, this is time. It's time. To oh man, at least get a start on this before I abandon it again for another year. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you if you get your ship done in time uh, for Adepticon, you could, you know, you, you could play some blood and plunder while we're there. Yeah. You know, I feel like with the mast and the booms and yeah, the, yeah. the jibs, especially if I get this rigged up with some sails, this this is not going to travel well. This is not like a suitcase sure, kind of sure. item. Well, you could bring that and then talk to the rope guy, the rigging guy. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, there were there were a couple people. They were that, that was their thing. Yeah, rigging up these ships. So I imagine they would have a, a good way. I've to... been I've been watching videos and. There was there was one lady who runs a, a basically an Etsy store for uh-huh. the sales for these ships. Oh, so cool. okay. okay, so uh, Blood and Plunder is a pirate game. And they have several ships. They're very playable. Like there's a fair bit of surface area on the deck of these ships, and you could fit mm-hmm. like twenty minis on the decks pretty easily and play with them. Mm-hmm. And they're some of them are made out of resin. I've got the couple of sloops that are made out of plastic polystyrene. Mm-hmm. And they come with masts and booms and spars, but they do not come with sails or rigging. They yeah. have little tie-down points for the, the, the rigging, but um, that's kind of like a, a good luck situation. Yeah, and yeah. It, advanced players. <laughs> yeah, so I've, I've just started consuming you know social media content on figuring out how the heck people are dealing with this. And you know the company puts out... Uh, patterns like PDF paper patterns for like okay cut the sh- sail in this shape mm-hmm. and so there are people that do it at, with paper various types of paper various types of cloth um, I've seen some people that have 
made a model of like a furled sail and 3d printed it so it's like oh, a chunk yeah of, okay yeah, like like kind of folded tied down i like that plastic cloth yeah 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 um but yeah there's i was watching this video there's this one lady and i'm trying to remember her name her her last name is c mon i think it's like c m o n and so it's like c mon's fantastic sales or something okay. like that and no. so it's it's so close to like Siemens fantastic or... <laughs> sales. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, that's actually their name. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 Because I thought it was like a marketing thing. Siemens, Siemens fantastic sales. That, like, that, right, would, great, that would make great. a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. But I it's, could, um, I could definitely see that. Yeah. Just appears to be like a, like a middle-aged lady who's very good with her, her sewing machine and she's oh, just that's a good idea yeah yeah she's she's got these nice cloth sails and she's or do, doing the hems and making the the battens <laughs> and the i don't i don't know enough sailing words like a, right I, I vaguely know how to sail but like <laughs> stirred I, I, I don't know all the sails <laughs> and rigging rigging terminology yeah but, yeah uh, but yeah it was, it was just really cool to see the the completely new dimension to this hobby that's involved if you need to rig up a dang sailing ship mm -hmm. um, but i i did a did a pretty good job at assembling all the plastic here i know how to do that that pretty right, dang yeah. good i got my you know shaved all the mold lines got it glued together pretty well uh accidentally forgot to glue one of the cannons inside the captain's cabin oh yeah had to rip off the door to the captain's <laughs> cabin and then i like Shove snaked in there yeah, i forgot I, about I, that I snaked some wire like through the ship <laughs> he ran it and then it. and then yeah like tied the wire down to my cannon that like uh -huh. pulled it through into the into the captain's cabin That's perfect yeah yeah and like tried to like squirt some super glue through the gun port. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got him. We got him. I've, I've done that so many times. Where like, well, I can't actually glue this down properly, so I'm gonna squirt glue all over this and just hope for the best. And like, if it doesn't move, you're like, eh, uh, that works. That's we fine. Got we, we got, got him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but man. um, yeah. So the the blood and plunder. I was just watching a, a video. I guess this has been around for seven or eight years, and it started with a with a Kickstarter. And uh, there definitely is a, a solid little community of kind of the historical crowd. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. it's so it's it, it is grounded in history. Like the the rule book has a whole segment on like here's what happened in 1636, and here's mm -hmm. what happened in 1641, and you know whatever. Yeah, and uh, here were all the, the the factions in the the Caribbean at that time, and you can play as uh, Native Americans or French or mm -hmm. English or pirates, buccaneers, whatever. Yeah, because you can be on land or at sea, so yep. you can be shooting from land to ships and, and then board ships and Ooh, all these things. So, so good, it's yeah, so lots good. Of, lots of cool uh, scenarios yeah. for sure. Um, so that's uh, it's exciting, <laughs> and the the game started with metal minis for the pirates or for the sailors and stuff mm -hmm. and then they also had like resin cast ships and we saw yeah. we saw one of the the frigates the sixth rate frigates at adepticon yeah. last year and it is just a solid chunk of resin like <laughs> yeah a, i don't know how long it is like 14 inches long something yeah. like just a solid one piece resin of like 
there's the there's the hull of the ship that you can see above the water line there it is yeah <laughs> man that that i don't know if i can handle that because i it's like it's gonna break i'm gonna break it it seemed pretty solid it seemed pretty i mean it solid. probably was yeah. you could probably hit a person with it but yeah. still yeah i don't know yeah but <laughs> they yeah they, they they started with those smaller scale manufacturing processes of resin casting for the big ships and then mm-hmm. yeah metal casting for the for the minis and over the years they've they now have, have uh some co cast minis mm-hmm. but also they've been doing some plastic injection molding and they don't have or they've been hiring someone to do the injection molding but yeah um they don't have a ton of kits but they do have the the sloop ship and they have a sailor's box and actually I've I've assembled their pirate's box it's not the sailors are all modular and make the sailors arms however you want and look in sure. whatever direction you want but the they have like a pirates of legend kind of box which is like ten yeah like, like blackbeard and yeah that's sort yeah. of stuff yeah yeah. Which was cool, cool model, by the way. Yeah, and that that set of ten like pirates of legend, they're all injection molded polystyrene, hard plastic pirates, but they are mono pose, but they also are very nice and like pretty affordable. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm excited to to paint those up. And um, yeah, the last little thing I wanted to say about blood and plunder and the what's happened in the last couple of weeks is I did assemble and prime my ships and just because i'm uh doing youtube shenanigans i went mm-hmm. to a state park on the coast of maine <laughs> to get some footage oh, of me priming the ships like yeah. at the seashore and it was it was fun like it was uh pretty much a freezing it was like you know uh, it looked so cold <laughs> yeah it was it was 32 degrees it, was, it wasn't that bad it's very gray um it was gray it was cold like all the leaves that you could see are not there there's they're bare trees in the, in the shop yeah yeah um but yeah i found a place at the top of a hill so i could set up the tripods like a little bit above where i was standing mm-hmm. and then below me is just a sprawling expanse of ocean and yeah. like lighthouses and water <laughs> crashing on the rocks and everything <laughs> yeah. um and then you know out of frame are the passerbys who are just like trying to figure out what I was doing at the state park with like <laughs> tripods. Derby yeah. sailor hat on yeah. a boat. Yep, yep, yeah, I had a sailor so hat good. on and everything. Yeah, yeah. So good. I yeah. I really hope you got footage of that. Just just kind of scoot scoot the camera over a little so we can see. I did not. I, I did not get you. any passerbys in oh. the shots, unfortunately, because like. There's one lady with a dog who's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, oh, no. that's what I'm doing. And like, I was, <laughs> I was like leaving the park with like three tripods under my arm. Like in one yep. hand, I'm carrying a tray with two big pirate boats in oh, it. Oh my gosh. And there's like, <laughs> walk right by this like pretty lady. Like, my lady? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> um, oh. But, uh, you know, that was, that was good. And then. Uh, the 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 shots turned out well. They posted them on Instagram. They're they're mm-hmm. funny. They're silly. They're they stupid, are funny. But yeah, they're good. Yeah, prime outdoors. It was it was a cold day, and actually the prime job turned out really good. It's just a reminder that like if you keep the paint warm, if you yeah. keep the models reasonably warm, and, and and you don't super saturate things, like you're mm-hmm. gonna be fine. The the problem yeah. with cold days is when all the the liquid paint sits on the plastic and the the solvent Eats has it. time to, yeah. to start eating away at it and as long <laughs> as 
as long as that doesn't happen you're okay yeah uh i mean it's super cold where i am right now and i primed a whole bunch of models with spray paint like a couple days ago yeah we're great just bring them inside Mm -hmm, cans mm -hmm. inside models inside or or put them back in your car and then drive around town (laughs) uh yeah i cracked a window like don't at me yeah (laughs) yeah please (laughs) i let the ships dry in my car Uh, at least least you weren't driving around with a respirator on in your car (laughs) well that's the alternative i wasn't gonna do that right exactly you're like it's fine you'll be fine Uh, yeah (laughs) i'd rather the i'd rather like if i'm speeding or whatever look yeah you speed home so that you don't have to sit in that uh, that fumy car for too long. And if you get caught by the police as you're speeding home and you roll down the window, you're like, oh, what is what is that smell? Yeah. And then you see if they play Blood <laughs> like, and Plunder. Well, yeah. I got my boats in the back. <laughs> got my just boats. came from the seashore. <laughs> just needed to prime some boats. <laughs> no, I've got my I've got my, my receipts for these boats. Like I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's blood This one has the extra oh. spars on the top mast. That's going to be the Belindra rig sloop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the guy's going to be an This expert, here's my yeah. Bermuda rig sloop. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm glad you got your sloops painted up. <laughs> uh, the hat better make a comeback, too. You kind of. You kind of have to wear the hat the whole time. I mean, mm. you know. Mm. Yeah, well, you can do that. Yeah. Kind of have to, or you know, better yet, you should uh, get in a sailing boat and paint a sailing boat on a sailing boat while sailing. It's very cold out. Not now. Give it a minute, <laughs> or take a trip. I'm not gonna give it five months. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll I don't know. It depends on uh, we'll your your it. standard schedule between videos. Currently, right, right, less right. than less than five months yeah. is good. That's good. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we, um, you and I, at Adepticon 2023, so March 2023, we were wandering around and we we ran into. I think his name is Mike, uh, the guy who founded the Firelock Studios and and Blood and Plunder. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember if his name is Mike, but yes. Yeah, and so uh, we, yeah we, we looked at all the wares and we got excited. And when I got home, yeah, I, I ordered up my two player starter set and uh, oh been, nice, been yeah. slowly chipping away at it. And uh, I'll let you mm-hmm. know when I got all my pirates painted. All right. Yeah. So I, uh, we, I read the book. Like I went through the book. It's a good, it's yeah. a good size rule book with lots of good pictures and history and stuff. So yeah, definitely yeah. came home with that. Um, haven't gotten the the boats yet, though. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But, I mean, pirates is is such a nice in between of historicals and fantasy. Yeah, Cause, right. Because yeah. <laughs> stories aren't necessarily true. <laughs> yeah, there's there's so many more pirates in popular culture than there are Napoleonic mm-hmm. line soldiers, right? Like there's yeah. There's so more, so many more fantastical and fun depictions of pirates compared to, uh, yeah, the tenth Royal Grenadiers from France, eighteen yeah, exactly. ten, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Very specific. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's it definitely seems like you you can learn some stuff and have a good time. 
Yeah, and it's still like, I'm coming for you. Rabbit speed. (laughs) Rabbit speed. Blackbeard fires both pistols. Yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) From the front of the ship. He's just leaning over. Yeah. Uh (laughs) I see how we can do this. That's good. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, this is, I mentioned it before, but this is the, one of the few games I've seen that uses 20 millimeter round bases yeah right and Super the reason weird. they do that is because because you can get more minis on a boat mm-hmm. and uh always think it of, of youtube titles when this comes out it might be called how many pirates gonna put on my pirate boat <laughs> and people be like wow like i see that uh, thumbnail there's a lot of pirates on that pirate boat how do you get that many on there you, that, you can, you know? on the sloop right you can fit like 25 something like I that i think that's what yeah. he said. i'm pretty sure that's what he said 25 models yeah on that boat as as a playable vehicle yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, that's the thing, right? Your yeah. your load of people that you're you're actually physically moving is the amount of models you have on. It's not like that's oh, awesome. I have this tank and I loaded this squad into this tank and then you put them yeah. off the side of the table. No, it's like I put twenty five guys. Yeah. Is that Rhino empty, or you still got some uh, exactly. soldiers in there? Like, exactly. well, where are they all? There's let, Blackbeard. Let me yeah. open the little door on the back. I put one inside for there's, fun. There's Anne Bonnie right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's like you. You can like put a plank out and unload them onto land as if they were real. Yeah. yeah. As real so- as it gets. <laughs> I guess the only other thing that was even remotely close was back in third edition 40k. I had my Dark Eldar Raiders, yeah. and they actually had the the sideboards on the model where the mm-hmm. warriors were supposed to stand. And if you, I have done the magnetization, and I can yeah. get, I can get six warriors on the sideboards of those raiders. Just six. That's it. Yeah. I mean, they, they're supposed to carry 10 or, like, maybe 11 if you have a, a character, I think they might right, be able yeah. to do. But, uh, yeah, six is not a good squad size. It's just no, not. No. But I did paint up six warriors in midnight blue <laughs> because I wanted them to, to jive yeah. with my, my raider. So I mean, it makes sense. And, and of course, I would have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's, it's, yeah. it is satisfying to be like, oh, yeah, there's, there's troops in that vehicle. There, mm-hmm. there they are. Yeah. Now the closest I ever got to doing that is uh I remember in White Dwarf a long time ago, uh the El the Eldar have the wave serpents, which are just their tanks with like parts removed. Yeah. Um but you could you could put guys in there as a transport and they had in White Dwarf like a paper version that you could make. And I remember trying so hard to make this like stupid paper wave serpent and make it a thing. I never ended up doing anything with it, but I wanted to like put dudes in it. And it's like, well, you can't put them on the actual tank. So yeah, maybe if I do this paper one, I can kind of figure something out. I was too young and uh, not skilled enough to make that work, but I always wanted to, that actually might make a good video. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, If you could still find that pattern, that'd be pretty cool. It's gotta be out there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. The the internet these days. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we did the, the speeder, speeders with deodorant sticks i have to imagine that wave serpents out there somewhere mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it's good stuff well it would be good and yeah. th- this time around with the the motivation of, <laughs> yes. of thousands of fans who will ridicule you if you fail yeah again. exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly it's uh avoiding the constant ridicule and finger pointing <laughs> 
I believe in you, Casey. I know. (laughs) Oh, man. (sighs) Yeah. What else you been up to? Um, so I've been using these these fancy pants glasses lately. I don't think you've seen my fancy pants glasses. Ooh, I'm yeah. seeing I'm seeing two magnifying glasses attached mm-hmm. to your, or it's like a little little set of binoculars almost attached to the front of those glasses. Oh, they flip up and down, oh, just yeah. like night vision oh, yeah. goggles. That's sweet. Basically, they look like night vision goggles, and they're the sweet like you know dad bro sunglass look, but they're clear. So they're like safety goggles. Yeah, they're safety glasses with some sweet binocular magnifying yeah. glasses attached to the front. And they flip down like sweet night vision glasses like you're in Delta Force <laughs> or yeah. Navy SEALs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're dental loops. Yeah. So yeah. there's actually a light that attaches to the top of that. And it's uh, connected to a battery pack for it's just for dentists to clean teeth. It's the same ones that they wear when they're and they're up in your business in your mouth. Um, yeah. So my my brother in law is a dental student, mm-hmm. and he he got a new pair when he uh, went to school out, you know, back east or whatever. Um, and he gave me these. He's like, these probably work really well for painting minis. And yeah, they do. Like I, I actually finally like busted them out. I've had them for a while, and I haven't really tried them. Like I kind of did. Wasn't sure what to think about it, but then I was like, well, I'm painting this, uh, you know, these competition models. I'm like, I want to see more. I want to get in there and see if this makes a difference. And like, man, these things get way up in there. Ooh. Like, like I'm, I'm painting stuff thinking like, man, this looks so good. This is, this is way better. And I'm like, it, it's working out. And it's like, you're looking at it through these huge binoculars. Like it's, it's magnified enough that when, I pull the model away and look at it normally. It's like, I can barely even see what I just did. Like it's, it's the weird like scale difference that I wasn't expecting, but they're really cool. They work. Um, I don't know if like the magnifiers that people get off Amazon have the same amount of magnification. Cause these are kind of expensive. Uh, they're not yeah. like normal, but they're good. Try to remember who told me somebody said that like just a, a two times magnification which is a fairly common size for like head mounted gear is yeah, like yeah. really, really useful. Um, that, and I, that I sense, bet yeah. that dental magnification is like <laughs> three or four or five. I don't know. Like, it's, it feels like a lot. Yeah. The tip yeah. of the brush looks pretty huge. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I can see a lot on the model, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, it's a little weird cause it, that it, it removes kind of some context, mm-hmm. um, from, the overall look of it like you can really get in on one piece like i was painting this little tiny shield and there's like little letters on the shield and there's all this stuff going on and it's like up close man it's a masterpiece and then you pull it back you're like oh it's a, it's a blob it's a blob of color <laughs> it's not good <laughs> yeah so it's a little weird still a fun tool though i like it that it's fun is it um how heavy is it? Like, like if you, if you flip up the magnifying bit, is it, <laughs> the glass is kind of heavy on your head or it's not, it's not as bad as I would think. Like the, obviously the, these are, these are glass. Mm. So like there's some heft to them, but I mean, when they're sitting on your face, I have two pairs of glasses on now. Um, it, it's not bad. It's not like I'm feeling like I'm getting pulled forward or something. All right. Um, and, and when I, you know, when I'm painting with it, I'm just sitting there kind of looking, it's not bad. 
Okay. Like I, I did sit probably like, I mean, on camera, I only sat for maybe 30 seconds just to get a shot. Um, and then, you know, any other time I'm not looking, it's like I filmed for 10, 12 hours, I think with them on, um, but it was fine. It wasn't bad at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did take off the light though. The light with the cord that did, because especially when I was filming it, it's like now there's this bright, like white light in a very small area, oh. which I could understand works really well for like cleaning plaque off teeth, not so much for painting. <laughs> so yeah, I had to kind of get rid of that and just use my like overhead light, which was fine. But all right. Um, yeah. So definitely recommend, recommend if you can get them for a good price. Yeah. That's um, kind of cool. Yeah, I looked up dental loops after, and now I'm just getting constant ads on every platform for dental loops. I'm sure that's a thing that, like, oh, new dentist, eh? Here, here you go. Let's get you in the the ecosystem, and you buy all these fancy stuff, the things that you need. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah the yeah. I, I like the idea of just wearing safety goggles while you're hobbying. Anyway, like I've heard. I've heard the horror stories of like a, the tip of your exacto blade like snapping off and going oh, into your yeah. eye and stuff like that. And I don't know, yeah. like, like if that has the added bonus of just getting in the habit of wearing safety goggles while you're hobbying. I mean, it's this is all super low percentage chance of, yeah. of anything happening. But um, yeah, no, like. Yeah, when I was a chemist, like you got in the habit of you are always wearing safety glasses. Yeah. And to the point where there was a while when I was just like cooking bacon or something where I'd be like, I, I got to get my glasses on. Like, <laughs> I'm cooking this up. I don't want to get splashed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But there, there definitely are a few moments where something flies up and hits you in the face. And you're like, oh, I'm glad that wasn't an inch to the left or, or whatever. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I've had, I've definitely had, cause I usually like I have sunglasses, you know, almost pretty much all the time. I got a comment today of somebody like, what, what the hell's with the sunglasses inside all the time? And it's like, well, you don't have sun where you live. Okay. Just piss me off. That's all. <laughs> um, just on the top of your head. You mean? Yeah. Like it's yeah. so what, like I yeah. got him cause I like my office is out. It's not near my house. Like, I mean, it is, but I got to walk outside. It's sunny outside. Yeah. Yeah. Protect, you know, that's what you got to do. Um, no, it's just a habit. Right. But, uh, yeah, like I've definitely used them while you like, I'll grab my Dremel out or something and I'm buffing up, a um, a pewter model, right. Or a metal model, um, trying to get super glue off or trying to get some paint off or something. And I've definitely been hit in the face and I'll, I'll just like flip, flip them down. It's good to go. So yeah, it's, it's actually not terrible to just have them. Um, I don't know that I'd wear them normally. Safety. No, that it's a, it's a hard <laughs> habit to get into. Yeah. I, I remember, I want to say it was like elementary school that we had a, a guest speaker come in and talk about eye safety. And he's and like, basically, basically yep. her whole job. No, no, she had both eyes as far <laughs> okay. as I know. Like it wasn't, it wasn't somebody with like two <laughs> just eye a half melted yeah. face. So, yeah. Like I get it. Wearing safety goggles. I got I know, you. It wasn't, it wasn't like a cautionary <laughs> tale, but bacon. it was just like a, a lady who was a, a health instructor who was talking about all the situations where you're supposed to wear safety goggles. And she's like, 
And I think the cutoff was if you go to a school dance, you do not need safety goggles. But if you go mm. for a run outside, you do need safety goggles. And, <laughs> and she was being serious? Or? Yeah, she was being serious. I was like, oh, well, no. You, might, you, want, you get some more credibility if you just switch that line a little bit. Like, uh, yeah, 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 for real. Like, if oh, you're, you're in a lab soccer, with chemicals. You definitely want safety goggles. I mean, like, yeah, some I mean, people there's a percentage do. chance there. That's not, that's not a terrible idea, but. Well, if you, you want that credibility, you just got to be like, look, anytime you turn on a Dremel, definitely, definitely, definitely. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're yeah. doing something that material is flying. Yeah. It's um, a, the, the war on drugs teaches you that they're not serious <laughs> people. You know, like, uh, yeah. the following things are bad for you. And then it's like, no, okay. You're not, you're not being serious. Okay. Yeah, I, got, exactly. I got it. Yeah, okay. yeah exactly. But, Ooh, but, uh, yeah. There are times when you do want to wear uh, safety goggles. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, in fact, the other day notice that my relatively new X-Acto blade is missing a larger than normal piece of the tip. I don't know where it went. Whew. And yeah, I was spooky. cleaning models the other day, like a bunch of them. So I have no idea. And oh. it's just not there anymore. Yeah. Actually, so. I need to paint these pirate ships soon, and these masts are gonna get me. It's like I really, <laughs> you're gonna stab yourself 100. percent Yeah. <laughs> oh god, I hate that man. I hate like picking up a model and being like, I really like this model. I'm gonna, I'm gonna paint it, and then just knowing that you're gonna stab yourself. Like it, it happens on like, um, oh man, like chaos axes mm-hmm. every time. Like just the tips because they have the little spike at the tip and I'll, I'll like turn it around, put my thumb on it. And then it, it just inevitably pokes through <laughs> stupid. So stupid. Um, spikes on most, yeah, most like corn models actually just will do it eventually. Um, I, I stabbed myself on a, on a morning star mace not too long ago. That was a good one. Yeah. All right. All right. But mass of a ship that's that's new. Yeah, I I did watch a, a video that's like, no, do not permanently attach those. So I actually have not glued them oh. in solid yet, or at least one of them I have glued in solid, so that less likely to poke myself as I'm <laughs> like turning it around and around and around as I'm painting it. But, yeah. Yeah. So we shall see. Usually I mean it just kinda happens. Right, well, like it's, it's just gonna happen. Always wear your safety goggles while you're painting your blood and plunder soups. <laughs> while you're painting them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I Not mean, the game. What are you a nerd? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know. It depends, right? Like you could. Uh... Although you, yeah, <laughs> I don't you know. should be wear. You should be wearing one eye patch while you're playing blood. And yeah, plunder, exactly. So... If you're gonna do yeah, it, at least, at least you're not protect lose one both of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You keep your good exactly. eye under the eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't show them all your cards if you're really doing bad. Just swap that eye patch to the other side real quick. <laughs> but you didn't know I was right eyed. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right, all right. Yeah. Um, so you got your uh you got your Idols of Torment in the mail? Yeah, yeah. I had ordered some of Idols of Torment, but then then Jeremy just upped my order and sent me sent me all of it. So I got a got that a battle nice. mat, and I've got another <clears> copy <throat> of the plastic minis, and I've got a rule book and a my my Idols of Torment card deck and everything. So very cool. We'll, uh, we'll see what I can get up to with that. Uh, yeah, well, I figure 
Um, I mean, we're going to see him in a few months. He he needs to teach us how to play. Yes. Because like I I I bought I bought into the the Kickstarter. I have the stuff. I got the mm-hmm. bag. I got the cards. Like uh, I'm probably not going to play it unless he teaches me how to play it. <laughs> well, any of these smaller games, it's like you gotta you gotta get the core group. You gotta get. Yeah, and a couple people mm-hmm. willing to play in your area, and at least one of them needs to be into it hard enough to know how to play and to want to teach you. So yeah, that's yeah. always the hurdle with these small games. So. Yeah, mostly I'm I'm putting it on on him so that we just get to learn to play from the person who made the game because that's just gonna make it a better experience. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> he has made the video uh, I know. of exactly this topic. <laughs> yeah, and it's I like know. look. I can't be bothered to watch your 20 minute very instructive video <laughs> exactly. on how to play this game like <laughs> yes. just just say it again can you say it again please <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's 100 percent exactly yeah can't i don't want to i want to turn on my phone right now jeremy just tell me how to play <laughs> <Yeah>. this <laughs> it's, it's exactly how i feel this is what it is <laughs> uh-huh. 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 Yeah. yeah so we we got that a uh, little, little quick update because I did promise to let you know uh, a few months ago I said mm-hmm. like I was playing hardcore World of Warcraft yes and I had yes level, I had a level 12 and I had a level 14 and uh, what the, were the very names? next the very next time um, I want to say there was a Susan <laughs> okay I can't I actually can't remember <laughs> anyway it doesn't matter the the it doesn't matter because the very next time I played after we recorded that yeah. uh, level 14 died Defias Trapper and a Defias Pillager or something like that. Defias Looter and Defias Trapper. Whatever. Like uh, on the beach They trapped me and they pillaged me. I got to tell you. (laughs) What What a bummer. Did not survive Westfall. So my my level 14, done. And then uh, I I haven't had the guts to risk my level 12, so I just unsubscribed (laughs) again. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't want to risk it. Unsubscribe. this guy's got like level 100 fishing like i can't risk him you can't <laughs> oh my god You're like i just don't go out <laughs> i just stay in one spot yeah, he, has, <laughs> he, he lives in the inn and will forevermore yeah. yes yeah. just like everyone else in a world like that just would like i'm not going out there yeah, so i'll fish i, I That's promise fine. to let you all know but I managed to unsubscribe one day before I got rebuilt, so all is right in the world. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah, man, um, the, the days of of wow, man! I can't tell you how many times I've had to call Blizzard and go through like send your ID in, send your this, verify your. Oh, oh my god! Seriously? Really? Oh yeah this this is like from long time ago. Huh. Um. Yeah, it's been a while. I've I haven't been subscribed for a long time, but um yeah, man, like a lot of like recovering the account and be like, oh yeah, all the stuff. The months and months and months of things and then being like, Oh yeah, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's fun to go back every once in a while and just the uh... Like the, the the tactile experience of just running around and hitting the space bar and jumping around and stuff like yeah, that yeah. that is solidly implanted in my brain and it's it's fun to revisit that every once in a while but um, yeah. I've got stuff to do I've got other stuff exactly to do and I can't I can't yeah. 
stand the emotional torment of, my, <laughs> of losing my level a level 14, 14. paladin dying yeah <laughs> a paladin too and you died come on now it's pretty embarrassing yeah that is embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> you're like i can hurt things and heal myself and get away and <laughs> yeah but like two but equal trapped, level yeah. monsters in vanilla world of yeah. warcraft are no joke yeah. oh i remember yeah i remember yeah, those yeah. days I was, I was yeah. too confident they got me that's that's all right man but, uh we'll i'll let you know if i ever resubscribe yeah all right how about, how about this if if maybe maybe a year from now i mm-hmm. don't know maybe mm-hmm. we'll just we'll just throw it out there sometime maybe what we should do is we should start a guild of just hardcore only Hardcore can, only. You can do that. Yeah, start, hardcore we can start a, and, and we all we play. We can start a Paint Bravely guild of World exactly. of Warcraft, but we just wouldn't ever paint yeah. anything again. Well, no. Once you, if you die, right? Then you're, you're out of the guild. Leader. No, you're out of the guild if you die. <laughs> That's what it is. Last man standing. <laughs> yeah, if you take over. We'll do it again in a year. See how long it goes. <laughs> Well, the uh, the guild leader just uh, rage quit the game after three days. Exactly. So to... See, it wouldn't take long. It's not like it's a huge time <laughs> investment. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. We just get it over with. We we hit Fair. that that first dungeon. See what happens. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Someday. Um, all right. I got I got one more quick little little update here. A CBC reporter contacted me to do a little little puff piece about paint names. So mm-hmm. that's a Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, possibly. And uh, the the reporter's name is is Jonathan Orr, and apparently Pantone just released their paint name of the year, and it's like Peach Fuzz or something. And then there was a <sighs> A whole article Pantone. with multiple paragraphs about how the color peach fuzz is warm and comforting in uncertain times, and it reminds us of our humanity and connects us with uh, compassion and empathy and the yeah. the warmth of the color. And um, I love people with like a writing degree who really yeah. need to get paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, like let's let's go, let's go. But um, yeah, so so Jonathan Orr is uh, O R E is also mm-hmm. uh, a, a gamer and a painter and he was like hey here's an excuse to to write yeah. my paint article and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh um, paint names are stupid <laughs> yeah 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 so i think that article is actually coming out like tomorrow from the time we're recording nice. so it should be out That's by great. the time people are listening to this that would and, be yesterday uh, as this comes out so yeah yeah, yeah. So we've uh, apparently uh, Ninjon, Louise Sugden, and me, and also Adam from the Army Painter all got a quick little interview for this. I, mean, I think it's a relatively short article, just a little puff piece. But um, yeah, but yeah, highlighting the hobby. Yeah, I was mostly I was complaining about paint names and just be like, just name it what it is. Like, yeah, Jade, Bright Jade, Dark Jade. Come on, like, and and of course that wasn't quite the answer i don't think they were looking for but i was like okay no, i also no. like chainmail chainmail is a nice name tells you what's going on it's kind of fun like, yeah. <laughs> you you want the the color the essence of the pigment to evoke yeah. an emotion an emotional response when i see chainmail i i think yeah. of the battle i think mm-hmm. of the, the clanking 
I see the reflection of my eyes in the metal. I mean, we could write paragraphs. We could do it. Just oh yeah, yeah I wouldn't recommend day. anyone read them. Yeah. No, that's the thing though. It's like it's great Pantone. I'm I'm glad you had your your people do a write up on on your award winning color, like whatever the hell that means. Yeah. Uh, stupid Pantone. I hate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, I don't know. Like, I got into the hobby in 1999, maybe, and that was the hexagon citadel paints with the black caps mm-hmm. and at that point it was that and then uh vallejo model color came out so there was definitely a set of names that i knew yeah from, for sure from citadel and then vallejo sorry vallejo game color mm-hmm. used very close like knockoff names yeah that was, that was how they enabled it like <laughs> there was there's just like a medium warm brown called bestial brown from citadel yeah. and the vallejo name was beastie brown beastie brown yeah and then it was like they both just had straight goblin green it was goblin green yeah and goblin green and um i think the farthest away was uh sorry lich purple from mm-hmm. citadel in Vallejo, it was hex, hex lichen. lichen. Yeah, and so they kept the the lich word, but just like yeah, lichen put it in a completely different context. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> it's a hex one though. Um, but like every other name was so close. But anyway, like there was there was a set of stupid gamer nerd paint names, and yeah. we knew them. It's a weird thing. But then Army Painter came out, and they went a little bit farther away with their knockoff names. So, yeah, yeah, it was Dark Angels Green from Citadel. Mm -hmm. It was Dark Green from Vallejo. And it was Angels Green from Army Painter. And at that point, you're like, angels aren't green. Right. Like, in Magic (laughs) the Gathering, it's a white creature type. Maybe white-red. Like, it's... it's, uh, angels are not green what are you talking about and and since then there have just been so many paint lines and so many of them are just naming stupid fantasy stuff and you know Mm -hmm. daka daka net, whatever has has this huge spreadsheet of conversions it's actually a very useful document yeah the the daka (laughs) daka conversions sheet for for paint color names but if you just go across on like pick a pick a hue and just you go across the columns yeah. and there's Here's so many stupid this names. Yeah. yeah. Blood red, dragon red, vermilion, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, and it's just, it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, on, on the interview, I was just complaining about that. And then I, I was, uh, we did talk about, you know, Army Painter putting the, the subtitle of like, okay, but here's, here's actually I, what the color I do is. enjoy that. Yeah. And I think that's, I'm really happy they did that. And yeah. Uh, I was giving him a little bit of crap on on Gilly Do. Uh, that's that's a fair one to be annoyed yeah. at. I still ha- I don't even pick it up because I'm just like I I don't know. It's, so it's some a, kind of green. It's like a, but is it yellow? I don't. know. It's a bright yellow green. It does say that on there. Um, but Adam from the Army Painter was the one who made that name, and he was actually really excited about. There's something about like Scottish folklore, like a gilly is like a, oh. some sort of a kobold creature. I don't know. Well. Well, like, correct like us in the comments. Gillyweed it... from like Harry Potter type thing. Yeah, is is Gilly a kobold? You let us know in the comments. Um, I'm but yeah, yes. some sort of folklore. Think no Scottish, maybe something. I don't know something up up there. Yeah, yeah, and 
apparently that's what it was from. But when I see the word ghillie, sense, I think of yeah. a ghillie suit. And the color yeah. of ghillie dew is the color of mountain dew. And so... Uh, well, at least it has so, dew in it. <laughs> yeah, so there's that. So, <laughs> now you got me to 100% I will remember that from yeah, now ghillie, on. <laughs> ghillie dew. Ghillie yeah. dew. Just think mountain dew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, isn't but, that... Uh, are you but, talking about the speed paint? Yes, it's a speed paint. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I think that's the first and currently only line of paint that has the descriptive names on it. Um, that makes sense from, from the yeah. painter and i and i hope that does become standardized but um yeah it, yeah the the reporter from the cbc was talking to me about names and i was i was given gilly do some crap and i was <laughs> like look i i know the guy who came up with this name you should probably go get the other side of this story but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's hard hitting now <laughs> he's like, calling he can, adam he up. can give you the three paragraphs <laughs> on why uh peach fuzz and gilly do are both fantastic names but yeah, uh yeah. hey adam uh, how's it going <laughs> right <laughs> it's fine it's not <laughs> all in good fun all in yeah. good fun <laughs> oh man i do i do remember the like when I first got into painting and I and they had the names of the paints and stuff, it was like, oh man, this, this is pretty fancy. You know, I remember feeling like, yeah, I knew the paint names and what they were. And it was, mm-hmm. it, I don't know. It kind of brought you in a little bit further. Um, now I it's, it's true. more of an annoyance because it's like a means to an end. Like I want yeah. color just tell me what the color is so I can grab it. Yeah. Um, but at the time for sure, I thought it was, pretty fancy yeah Yeah. so so like right now we're sitting at our painting desk we're painting a model and if we're going to sit at our painting desk for two and a half hours we might use 10 or 15 different colors of paint Mm -hmm. and we don't want to be like what the heck is this like a sorcerer's cloak like (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) um yeah but i i do remember the experience of picking up very first models as like a new hobbyist who, you know, a lot of times we're talking about gamers who are not artistic people, people who are coming to the hobby from the gaming side. You pick up your first models and then you're like, all right, we guess I got to go over to the paint rack here in the store. And sometimes the names do help. The the name Chainmail, Elf yeah. Flesh. I mean, the, the the racism of the naming conventions for skin is a whole other thing. That's a whole before, other thing. But yeah. like, but like, if you have an elf model, you go up to the paint rack. I got chainmail. I got elf flesh. I got something called snakebite leather. Like mm. you, you can you can pretty quickly put together like okay, these are probably the paints I need. Yeah, yeah. things like snakebite leather I like because it is reminiscent of like like beaten up like snake boot wearing leather guy you know what i yeah. mean like it does yeah. have a feel to it um yeah. not it's, that's not all paint names though for sure <laughs> yeah I, I we actually did talk about snake bite leather um mm-hmm. with the, in the cbc interview I, I don't know if it made the the article or not but yeah i think that's pretty good it so it has several connotations there there is the like the actual orc tribe, the snake bite tribe or whatever that it's yeah. referring to. Which I but if you don't know of. about that, they're like, I don't know, this goes on boots, somebody tromping through uh, the marshes and got to look sense. out for them snakes. Yeah, exactly. Have them thick leather boots on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just get some uh, real hardcore, uh, you know, snake, snake boots. Sure. 
Like I, I live in Nevada. Uh, we have rattlesnakes. You, you, I've always had to like, it's one of those things that you have to be aware of if you go outside anywhere. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I get it. I I get it. I've walked out my front door and been like, nope, shouldn't walk out my front door. There's a, there's a rattlesnake right there. Yeah. So yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's a, it's, it is an interesting topic of uh, when do the names add flavor to, mm-hmm. to what it is that you're doing? When when are they both useful and you know add, add some character to things? And mm-hmm. when is mm-hmm. it just like you got to look at a dang conversion chart to to figure stuff out? Yeah, and um, I think that, that that was one of our criticisms of like the two thin coats line. Some good paints, mm-hmm. but it's just like oh. It like just gets the, the caught up in line itself, with yeah. like made up fantasy words that we have to, yeah. to translate. Yeah. Well, and and the fact that they even, I mean, which was nice of them, but they did include a conversion chart. Sure. Yeah. So it's like it's nice. At the same time, this could have been avoided, right? Like yep. it just could have been. Um, and I get, I mean, there's a lot of nuance in there. There's a lot of reasons that that they're doing that thing. You know, legal reasons. Um. At the same time, the word blue is not a trademarkable, copyrightable word. Right, right, right. right. Dark blue. Yep. And that's, I mean, one of the things I like about Pro Acryl Monument Hobbies is yes? medium neutral gray, medium <laughs> yes. warm gray. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I, yeah, yeah. No, so, that's, sometimes that's their color names are not quite right. Like olive skin is like looks like uh all, yeah. olive oil from popeye like this very very light colored skin but sure. yeah, whatever yeah. most sure. uh, most of their names are are very good and jade dark jade bright jade mm-hmm. wonderful thank you okay. yeah i mean i i'd say you probably can't win them all but yeah as long as it's pretty close yeah, most they're, of the they're time winning a lot of them they're winning a yeah. lot of them whereas yeah you go to <laughs> similar from citadel and it's incubi darkness yeah, Sybarite green and Cabalite green. Yeah, which like if in you what order does if that you're make? at least really darkness into the in world, you understand that they're related to each other. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's and those funny. are the paints. Like I like them. But. I didn't realize for a while that Incubi Darkness was like, oh no, this is like a dark Eldar color. Yeah, I I know what they are. I well, know what that is, and I still never. I don't know why. It's like the, it just okay. never connected, and I really like that color. I use that color all the time, mm-hmm. uh, even now. Like if I run out of Incubi Darkness, I'm gonna go buy another pot on purpose of Incubi Darkness. It is a good dark jade. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, the paint name conversation is always a good one. I had had fun with that, and. uh I'm hoping that I don't come off like a like a moron in the in the published article. I <laughs> screw everybody. They're all time will suck. tell. Like, <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna know yesterday. <laughs> Let us know in the comments. Yeah, yeah how bad was it? <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all I got for today. That's that's my updates. Is that everything? I don't. I don't we'll think save, I really we'll have save the rest for episode one hundred of oh Paint Bravely God. podcast. That's true. That's coming up. This is, uh, is ninety nine, according to my calculations. You just listened to the 99th episode of Paint Brave the podcast. And... You, you are right. Although technically speaking, this is episode ninety. 90s... 
you had a misnumbering adventure 97. There somewhere, but I think oh, I fixed it. that. I fixed okay. it. Yeah. Okay. No, we're we're technically in ninety seven because we've had two mainline kobold talks. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yep. So I mean, it is what it is. Technically, you're right. You're right. But we're coming up on it, and honestly, I have no idea what we're gonna do. Uh, Editor Matt, I was literally just talking to him about this. Um, right before I came out here to record. And he's like, well, I've, I've been telling you for months. It's coming up. Well, we've hit all kinds of anniversaries that we could have done something interesting for. That's true. One year, two year, three year, <laughs> 50 episodes, 69 episodes, 72. I feel like we... Like, there's a lot of like, fun numbers in there, but... Yeah, no, that's true. There are fun the numbers. numbers. Oh, there's 101 yeah. Dalmatians. Maybe we do something fun on the 101st episode. That's or fair. maybe we that's use fair. your little loophole there of counting the kobold talk episodes. we got a couple <laughs> more weeks to figure this out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any ideas or questions, let us know in the comments. Otherwise, thank you again for joining us on another episode of Paint Bravely. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help us out by leaving us a review on iTunes, subscribing to the YouTube channel, and sharing this message with your hobby friends. And as always, we appreciate each and every one of you for listening, and we will talk to you next time.